What's up, beautiful people? You are now checked in to Purposeful Rehab. I'm your host, Jajara. Purposeful Rehab is for a people that's determined to be restored for a useful purpose. So if that sounds like it's your vibe, make sure you click subscribe. And I look forward to vibing out with you in our next session. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jajara, and you are back with another episode of Purposeful Rehab. You are now checked in. This episode, we are going to be talking about why is it purposeful rehab? Why is it purposeful rehab? Okay, so make sure you got your notebooks out or you got your mental notepad as you listen to this episode, because we're really going to dive into why the Lord gave me the name of this podcast and how it applies to you as the listener. I hope that this episode will really bring foundation to why you are meant to be connected to this podcast and what the Lord wants you to grow in by being connected to this podcast because we are intentional over here. We do not do anything without purpose, right? We are a people that is determined to be used for a purpose, okay? We are not out here just trying to be used, but we want to be used purposefully by God and we want our lives to be on purpose. So therefore, we know we need rehabilitation. So without further ado, we're going to jump into the episode. But first, if you happen to be someone who is looking to be a sponsor for Purposeful Rehab, please feel free to contact us at connect at glowunplugged.com. That's connect at glounplugged.com. You can send an email there and we are open to sponsorship partnerships. So please make sure that you send us an email and we will get back to you as soon as possible about possible sponsorships. We do have those slots open on our podcast to be able to share your business, your small business or your mental health business, whether it's therapy or other avenues with our listeners so that you and I can both have benefit of reaching those who are tuning in and checking in to Purposeful Rehab. So let's get into the episode. So this week, I hope that you guys will leave with an understanding. And the understanding that I want you guys to have by the end of this episode is the understanding of rehabilitation and its importance with walking with God. I want you to think of yourself like a house, okay? And throughout this episode, as we are talking about rehab and rehabilitation and purpose, I want you to continue to think of a house, okay? Because sometimes when, a lot of times, honestly, when people hear rehab, they automatically think addiction. They automatically think um, anything to do with drugs or addiction. And you know what? You're not too far-fetched because the reality is there is addictions on different levels and it's not always just drugs. But when the Lord gave me the name purposeful rehab. It wasn't from the aspect necessarily of thinking of someone struggling with addiction and they need to get sober. Although there is an aspect of that and we'll get into that. When the Lord gave me the name, I literally seen a house. Okay. And when you are thinking of a house that needs rehabilitation, right? That person comes in and they have vision. 
They see the walls that need to be repaired, right? And sometimes you don't see the things that need to be repaired from the outside until they burst down a wall and they're like, oh, look at what's behind this wall, right? The boarding is rotted, okay? You have nest on the inside. Like this whole thing needs to be gutted. This needs to be torn down, right? And it takes rehabilitation, for that to happen. But it doesn't just take rehabilitation. It doesn't it doesn't just take someone coming in and throwing a sledgehammer around, okay? Because guess what? If you have someone who comes in that does not rehab or rehabilitate something with purpose, now they are at risk of hurting or harming the foundation of the house. My god, right? They may not understand that there are certain things built into this house that is a foundation to the house. And if ruined, it could cost more than it could upgrade, right? It could be more detrimental than it could be advantageous to the person who is rehabilitating or the house itself, right? Because the foundation matters. So we can't just be purposeless when we rehab. We can't just come in slinging a sledgehammer around. And that is why we need God. There are so many self-help books out here. Yes. There are so many podcasts. Yes. There are so many YouTube channels. Yes. There are so many coaches, therapists. Yes. Counselors. Yes. There are pastors and all of this. Yes. There are all these things out here that you could just check into that you can just do on your own. You can just get a journal on your own, a self-guided journal on your own and walk yourself through, but you're not your own creator. You didn't create yourself. You did not know yourself from the beginning of time. God did. God does. He is the one who knitted you together in your mother's womb. Regardless of what society says when they try to deem you not human. You are human when you were spoken. You are human before you were even formed. You are a being to the Lord. He spoke to you. (laughs) He spoke about you. You were in his thoughts, right? He already had in his mind what you were going to do before you were even conceived or even known to your parents that you were in their womb. See, your creator is the one who knows the foundation. They know, your creator knows what your house is meant to look like. And no matter who may have came in through your parents or whoever ended up raising you or having a hand in your life, they may have dressed you up and changed things and been not purpose and not have been purposeful with the way they rehabilitated you, causing you to not look anything like what the original architect had in mind. But that's why we go back to the father. That's why we don't go back to ourselves because we don't know what the master blueprint was, right? We have to go back and find the original blueprint. And that's why the word tells us that our life is hidden in Christ. And if we try to hold on to it, we will lose it. But if we let it go, we will gain it because this life that we have grown to know without him, this life we've grown to know in the flesh is nothing compared to what the original architect had in mind when he drew up the blueprint. My God, this is so good. It's it's nowhere near. It's beyond what you could ever think or imagine. That's what the scripture says. So instead of you settling by creating your own version of your own reality, by buying into this manifestation um, um, uselessness, you might as well buy into purpose. Come on, Holy Spirit. You might as well check into rehab purposefully. 
so that your life can become anew and you can actually attain things beyond what you could ever think or imagine because the original architect is now on the scene and they're able to do purposeful rehabilitation with your house. They're able to see beyond what has been dressed up and built up to look good and they can see what foundations are rotted and what nests have been created behind the walls that are causing infection, that are causing leakages, that are causing rottage and causing error and causing pain and causing different things that is not for your gain, but to your detriment. Only the original architect, only the creator, only the father can do that. You need a purposeful rehab. You don't need someone who is not led by the Father pastoring you. You need someone connected greatly and and, and in-depthly to the Father so that when it comes to them shepherding you, when it comes to them pouring into you, when it comes to them speaking into your life, it's from a purposeful place from the Father because the Father is the one by which they get the download because the rehab that is going to happen on your life then will be purposeful. The training of your gifts, the training and the edifying of who God created you to be so that you can live up to be all he's called you to be. The ability to speak what the Lord is saying to you so that you can sharpen your ear unto God and know how to hear him for yourself. That is the kind of shepherd that is a purposeful shepherd which makes your rehabilitation purposeful. See, every aspect of your life has to be purposeful when you're checking into rehab. If you go to therapy, you must have a purposeful therapist, someone who can lead you purposefully through rehabilitation because you can't have someone who is causing further damage to the foundation by which God is trying to build upon. See, sometimes we think that with rehab, you just throw everything away. Everything is damaged. But that's why we have to go to the one who is the creator, because to your eyes, it says that man looks on the outer appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Only God can truly see what needs to stay and what needs to be discarded. While you're looking at something and saying that it is useless, God is saying, I need that because it's purposeful. You're looking at your emotions and you're thinking, oh, you're sensitive and you've listened to what people have said about your sensitivity and how you're too sensitive. You're too emotional and you need to not be so emotional and not be so this and not be so that. And so you've changed yourself and you've become hardened. And the Lord looks upon your emotions and says, no prophet, no prophetess. I need that emotion. You are a weeping prophet, Jeremiah. I need you to be weeping for my people. I need you to have empathy for my people. And yet you've turned yourself off. You've hardened yourself, Moses. So you can't even go back and deliver my people because you have no care for them anymore because you don't want your emotions to show. You've deemed it useless when I've said it's purposeful. My God. Your rehabilitation must have purpose. It's not a purposeless rehabilitation. It is something bigger at stake. There are lives that are depending on your rehabilitation. There are lives and souls that are depending on your rehabilitation. And it won't happen if you are purposeless in how you go through rehab. If you look at it as a useless process, 
as the Israelites did in the desert. If you look at it just like roaming through this useless place with no means to an end, then you won't see what the Lord is truly doing, how he's truly ridding you of the past and showing you how he's ever present. And he heard your cries in those seasons and he's come to deliver you and put you in the promised land. If you just trust him, he'll feed you all the way through and you will lack nothing. If you're thirsty, he will give you a water and a drink that is everlasting. If you're hungry, he will give you bread of heaven. You will never have to be hungry again. You sit at the table at which he prepared you in the presence of your enemies and you shall eat without ever having to lift a hand because guess what? Revenge is mine, says the Lord. And all you have to do is wait upon him. All you have to do is trust in him. All you have to do is follow him. All you have to do is be purposeful and let him rehab. Let him make over. Let him prune. Let him strip away, replace, plant, uproot. Let him do what is purposeful in your life to make you anew and build you for where he's bringing you to because it's greater than what you can understand. So the plans that you have to try to even rehabilitate yourself might not be enough. Let's talk about that. How about the fact that what you have in mind to self-rehabilitate, to self-antidote, to uh, self-medicate is not enough for where God is trying to take you to? Wow. (laughs) That that plan that you have to, to correct yourself is not enough because guess what? You don't know what you need to be broken to be made over again. Jesus. Jesus. See, and Jeremiah, the Lord took him down to the potter's house and, and used that as a way to speak to him about his people. And he talked about how, how is, is, isn't Israel like the clay in the potter's hand? Isn't it like that in mine? And, and he began to talk to him about the fact that just as the potter looked at the clay and it had not turned out how he had hoped for it to, right? Going back to what I said, the the architect has the blueprint. They have the very beginning of the design, right? And sometimes you have the wrong construction workers that come in on the assignment and they mess up and they do not carry out the assignment correctly. And so it does not match the original blueprint. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Holy Spirit. And instead of taking time blaming those construction workers, God is saying, do away with them. I'll handle that. I am going to come on the scene as the ultimate builder. Come on, God. I'm going to come in as the carpenter. Come on, Holy Spirit. And I am going to do over what they meant for. I'm going to make for good what they had intended for your heart. I'm going to break down. Come on. I'm going to break it down as the potter did. I'm going to break it all down and I'm going to rebuild it so it can turn into the vessel that I had hoped for. Ah, because you are not hopeless. You are not useless. Although you had not turned out how I had hoped for you to, I am the ultimate creator, says the Lord thy God. So all I have to do is break you back down the way I know how to and build you right back up. And no other person, no other man, no other being, no other um, entity, including you, has the ability to do what the potter can do. So you trying to put yourself in the hands of man to break you down. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Hear my heart because there's so many systems and um, secret societies and different things that they literally tell you that they're going to break you down and build you back up into what they are calling you to be. And that right there is demonic just because of the simple fact that they aren't your creator. 
So who are they to break you down into what and break and, and build you back up into their ideal? Already you're living below your means. Already you're living below your means because you are not living up to what God originally created you to be. So when you feel yourself not feeling satisfied with life, when you feel yourself not loving life, when you feel like this can't be it, when you feel like this can't be all that there is to life, like I'm lacking passion, yo. I'm lacking that 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 raw. I'm lacking that that fulfillment. I'm lacking it. Something is missing. That's letting you know that you are not in alignment with the will of the Father because the will of the Father Father, although there may be trials, you find contentment. Although there may be fire, you find contentment because you are in the wheel. You are in alignment. And although sometimes it gets hard, you know that there is fulfillment in the hands of the potter. My God, there is something on the inside that no man can take away. Jesus, there is a passion. There is a vision that the Lord has given that you know that is, 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 is irreplaceable. Come on. And, and it may seem like, how is this going to happen to the outside eye? But you know you're connected to the source that owns all the cattle on the hill. So your rehabilitation may not make sense to you or anybody else, but it makes sense to God. <laughs> it makes sense to God. And so, therefore, since it makes sense to the creator, you have resolved. You've thrown up your hands and you've allowed purposeful rehabilitation to take place. You've allowed purposeful rehabilitation to take place. You don't have to question whether or not it's going to work out for your good because you're in the one who's working it. You're in the hands of the one who's working it out for your good. (laughs) See, we only have those questions and those worries when we've locked ourselves into things that God never told you yes to. We only have those questions and those worries when we said yes to relationships God never ordained to be a relationship in your life. We only have those questions and those pondering um, inklings when we have locked ourselves into contracts and fetters and chains that God never told us to become in bondage with. But if we just check in, Holy Spirit, if we just check in with God, if we just check in with the Father, if we just check in to our purpose, he would rehabilitate us for a purpose. And that is what this is all about. That is what this is all about, my friends. This podcast is about God rehabilitating you for a purpose and you really realizing that in order to operate on purpose you have to be rehabilitated on purpose hey you can't just go through life aimlessly thinking that you can serve God the way you want to and that is the selfishness of us as human beings we get in relationships and we want people to please our needs we get in relationships and we want people to meet our things we get in relationships and we demand our way. And if you aren't doing it my way, if you aren't serving my needs, if you aren't meeting my standards, if you aren't making the kind of the kind of money I want you to make, if you're not doing it the way I want you to do it, you're not dressing the way I want you to do it, you aren't serving the way I want you We We have this I, I, I mentality and we are subserving it to ourselves. I wouldn't even plan to go this route, but Holy Spirit, have your way. <laughs> and we wonder why things aren't on purpose. Why God is not in the midst. And then we're calling things God when it's the devil blessing you, Jesus. So be careful with saying, oh, I thank God for this blessing. Because if you are completely out of alignment, now, don't get me wrong. God will sometimes bless you out of mercy just so you can see you're not worthy of what he's blessing you with. My God, just to bring you into repentance. 
because you know you're not worthy of how he's blessing you. But some people, some people, it ain't God blessing them. I know that's in proper English, but it ain't. It is not God blessing them. But yet they've bought into the father of lies. They've bought into the enemy who wanted to false flag and pretend and give them things. You don't believe me? Look at your word. <laughs> he tried it with, with Jesus himself. The one, He was the king. Jesus is the king of kings. And he still tried it with him. He still said, hey, I, he brought him to the top and said, I'll give you all of this if you bow and worship me. Some of you have to be careful of what you're bowing and worshiping because you may not be doing it in a physical sense, but you're doing it in a heart posture sense. You're bowing and you're worshiping sex. You're bowing and you're worshiping relationships. You're bowing and you're, you're worshiping money. You're bowing and you're, you're worshiping uh, um, um, things, material. Why? Because you're giving your time, your money, your thoughts, your act, your uh, 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 your actions, everything, your affections is given over to that thing. You're in bondage, which goes into addiction. <laughs> so rehab is looked at as two different things as well. Yes, yes, there is the rehabilitation of actually gutting a thing, rehab, like gutting, remaking. But there is the rehab of addiction. And that is also a part of what the Lord is bringing us into. We have been addicted to things that has not been him. Our flesh has caused us to be addicted to people pleasing. Our flesh has caused us to be addicted to sex, pornography, masturbation. Our flesh has caused us to be addicted to, to playing games. Hallelujah. To doing things that is not pleasing unto God. And the Bible tells us we cannot serve two masters. That you will be a slave to one or the other. It is not a gray area. If we begin to be purposeful, we will begin to make life a lot easier because we complicate things. I was telling a client this. I said, it's not God that complicates things. Humans do. <laughs> God is black and white, my friends. When you look in the word of God, he's never confusing. He's black or white. It's right or left. What gets complicated is when a gray area is created. And guess who creates a gray area? Humans, flesh. We create this gray area that does not exist. The gray area is simply just the other side. That's not God because he does not operate in lukewarmness. He says, I'll spew you out if you're lukewarm. I'd rather you be hot or cold. Why? Because our God is black or white, good and evil. It's not a, it's not a confusion. It's simply plain because he wants you to be saved. He wants you to know what he requires of you. He wants you to know what he offers you. He doesn't want you to operate in gray and not know what he's going to give. Well, I could give you this or I could give you that. I don't know. Let's just play the wild card in Uno and see what you come out with. That's not our father. Our God is one who says, hey, if you do this, I, you will be blessed and not cursed. The head and not the tail, above and not beneath. The lender and not the borrower. He is one who proclaims his, the rights of the kingdom very clearly. But we have to decide to give ourselves over to the Father and check ourselves in for purposeful rehab. Knowing that when we check ourselves in, it's 
to come out completely changed, completely new. When someone rehabilitates a house, it looks completely different. If you've never seen what I'm talking about, I, I, I urge you to look on YouTube or watch, what is it, HGTV, where they are going in and they're rehabilitating houses and someone has a vision and they're like, we're going to knock this out and we're going to make this a, a den and we're going to re- we're gonna make this, this kind of wall and this bathroom is going to look like this and there is this vision at hand. And even during the rehabilitation process, sometimes there's problems that, that you're going to see they run into they knock down this wall and there's they didn't know that behind that wall is a leaking a, a leaking pipe that was causing rottage to the to the frame behind it and so what they thought they were going to do they have to have an extra step they have to have someone else come in to get this part gutted out so that the framework can be uh proper and that the house will be able to stand and they're not just tacking on uh, putting new wine and old wine skins come on bible we are actually going to allow the foundation to be made new so it can hold what we're going to place in it that's new i dare you to watch it you will see this come to life and when they're done when they're done rehabbing that house it looks completely different than the house it's it was when it first started the house it was when it first got into their hands it's a complete change it's completely different you would have never even guessed that the old house was what it was because the rehabilitation was just that great that is what the lord wants to do in our lives He wants to rehabilitate our lives with such purpose that when people look upon our houses, our temples, they won't guess where we came from, that our testimony will be so great about him that it will make people come to Christ because they know that he is the living water. He is the one who can do something about their situation. He is the one who has purpose in their hands. And when they see you living out through power and demonstration, they will know that it can be nothing but God. Because your gifts are activated. You're not trying to do something you were not called to do. You have been rehabilitated with a purpose and you're clear on it. You're clear on it. So decide today to to be rehabilitated for a purpose. I love you guys and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, beautiful people. Thanks for tuning in. Did you enjoy that episode? Well, you don't want to miss a new one. So make sure that you hit subscribe so you can get notified every time we drop a new episode. And if you're really feeling bold, share this episode with a friend and leave us a comment below. Stay blessed and encouraged. I'll see you in the next episode.